0: This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, May 7th, 2017. Seeds, bloom where you are planted. Given by Disciple Member Barry Wiseman. Good morning. Based on those surprise expressions, I'm pretty sure I know what you're thinking. That was not Alan and Carrie climbing that tree. They are in Texas. They are actually visiting... Grandkids and their daughter and their son-in-law. So please continue to pray for Alan and Carrie to just have a great restful time off and be able to recharge and come back here just on fire again. So please keep them in your prayers. My name is Barry Wiseman. I'm the Director of Creative Arts and Worship. I usually stand back there hiding in the corner. Uh, My job on Sunday mornings is to fret about how long the sermon's running, pray about that the slides are all spelled correctly, and leading the finest church tech team around. See, they won't, they won't mute my mic since I said that. <laughs> More than anything, I'm a sinner saved by God's amazing grace. It is my honor to stand before you with a message that Jesus has given me to talk about today. So please join with me in prayer. Father God, I just thank you for this opportunity. Lord, I just pray for all of us here to be able to take the moment to lean in to your word and what it means in our lives, God. We thank you for this place. We thank you for a gathering where two or three are gathered in your name you are with us. God, we pray for all that goes on here, and we give this time to you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, one of the coolest things about my job is helping to plan worship. And we actually start planning these well in advance, several months before. In fact, twice a year, Pastor Allen, Pastor Carrie, Pastor Lori, and I go away for a two-day worship planning retreat, just a time to unplug from the hustle and bustle of our daily lives and really be able to lean in and just kind of focus on what we believe God wants us to talk about. It's a time of intense prayer. It's a time of brainstorming and just a time to just just focus in. And this past October, um, I'm sorry, let me back up a little bit. One of the cool things about that is, though, as we pray and work through this thing months ahead of time, to stand here on Sunday morning and see how God put all the pieces together well ahead of time is amazing to see. It's one of the most powerful things I see is how so many months before we planned this out and on Sunday morning, it is exactly what God wanted us to talk about. We've seen lives changed, and it's incredibly powerful to see. Um, This past October, we went away, and we started our time together reading a devotion by Mark Batterson about the Circle Maker. We read through it and talked about it, and as soon as we were done, we looked at each other and said, This is something we have to share at Connection. It was amazingly powerful, and it is, I think, the first thing we put on the list. And that is the the inspiration for the series we start today, Seeds. If you don't think God has a sense of humor, though, I'm pretty sure none of us thought I would be the one standing here opening the series up. (laughs) But we all know, with God, all things are possible. The devotion, Sow a Seed, begins by talking about giant sequoias of the Pacific Northwest. I have never been, but I pray I get to go sometime. These are magnificent trees among the oldest things, living things on the planet. They can measure 30 feet in diameter, be over, 30, be over 300 feet tall, and live to over 3,000 years. Just magnificent, magnificent things. But they start as a tiny seed, the size of a tomato seed and that tree produces 400,000 seeds a year a year amazing so in every seed is not just one tree every seed contains an entire forest of trees but you know what no one takes the seed and plants it and digs a little hole and waters it and cares for it it falls and and grows where it's planted we um We have in our house, we have a next door neighbor that has a really large maple tree. That thing produces about three to four billion seeds a year, little helicopter seeds that fall down. If you've seen our driveway and our cars, you'd know that's about right for the number we have, we see. But one of those things fell down and landed next to our mailbox. We haven't touched it. It just landed there and grew right where it landed. And over the last three years, it's now nine feet tall. We've done nothing to it, but it just continues to grow. If you look, it's intertwined in the roots for the rose bush that was there before, and it just keeps, it shouldn't even be there at all, but there it goes. We've killed other stuff in our garden we try to keep alive, but this thing just keeps on going. (laughs) There in our yard is the perfect example of something blooming where it was planted, growing, blooming right there where, where it landed. The seed fell, none of us nurtured it or took care of it. Well, God did. God saw to it growing where it landed, and that's exactly what he does for all the trees in the forest and the flowers in the field. God planted them, and they bloom there. If you're anything like me, looking back, I'm amazed at where God has planted me. Let's just say that me standing here today is not at all where I thought it would be when I grew up in a small town of Virginia. But I also know that this is God's plan for my life. I know that today, beyond question, we are gathered here together, sharing God's word, because this is God's plan. Jeremiah 29.11 says this, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I hold on to that scripture a lot. Let's read that last part together. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And where we see prosper you, it's actually the word shalom or peace. It's not about stuff and things. It's about peace. Peace, hope, and a future. That's not to say we don't experience hurts. We experience times of hopelessness. We experience aggravation and anxiety. But we know God's ultimate plan goes far beyond that, where we are planted, where we work, where we play, where we socialize online and in real life, where we go to eat, where we get our haircut, where we get gas, everywhere we go is where we're planted and is an opportunity for us to bloom. 2 Corinthians 2.14, but thanks be to God who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession And uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. So, when Paul is writing to the church of Corinth, he's talking about leading us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession. He's talking about a tradition the Roman generals would have where they would march down the road with the captives, the prisoners of war from battle. And we are servants to Christ, so that's the analogy that we are in this parade with Jesus, this victory parade with Jesus. What an incredible image this is. Just imagine this huge parade celebrating victory. Imagine the Super Bowl parade. You Eagles fans, you may not know what that is, but you win the Super Bowl, you have a parade, it's a big deal. Okay, all right. And this is where Alan said I would lose everybody. Anyway, we're in this, I've been threatened twice this morning because of that joke. Um So we're in this big parade, and we are sharing the knowledge of the aroma of Him everywhere. And the word aroma or fragrance here is actually the word osme. It's used in reference to the fragrance of perfume, the sweet smell of offerings rising up to to God. A beautiful image. So here we're talking about the life-giving fragrance that comes from the knowledge of Christ. Just imagine, step back for a little bit. Imagine the smell of a blooming flower, how it fills a room. Or how you're outside in a field, there's this beautiful field of flowers that brightens a dreary landscape. That's you. That's me. As we share the knowledge, share the love, share the saving grace to others we come in contact with, we are changing the landscape. We are bringing light and beauty into a landscape that's dark and dreary to anyone's world who does not know Christ. Christ. We can do it at our jobs, in our time on the soccer field, in line to get coffee, everywhere we go. All that we do, we can bloom wherever we're planted by sharing Jesus everywhere we go. So how do we do that? First, be strong and courageous. This is Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. We all know we're faced with choices every day. A lot of them hard choices, and we can make two choices. One, we do what we feel God tells us to do. We do something that we know does not honor God. If we stay strong in our faith, stay away from the rumble strips that Alan and Carrie talked about recently. If we stay on the path, on the road, our faith is leading us. The actions we take will continue to honor God. Others others around us will notice. That's not why we do the right thing, but they will notice. But as they notice this is part of that aroma of the knowledge of god as we shine because of christ's love they see that it blesses them and they see as we stand firm in our faith and our convictions to do the right thing next love your neighbor as yourself that's right out of mark 12 31a this one seems pretty simple love your neighbor but as we all know sometimes our neighbor is not so lovable Um, it doesn't mean love your neighbor when they're not being annoying it does mean Love your neighbor or fellow commuter when they cut you off while trying to merge lanes. We still have to love them. Our neighbors are everyone around us, and we are called to love everyone. I, for one, hard to believe, can it sometimes be unlovable? Joy, where does she go? She's shaking her head. She's being nice to me. But God loves me no matter what. No matter how bad I mess up, no matter how unlovable I am, He loves me no matter what. And I can't think of a better example than that to do my best to love my neighbor. Obey God. And may your hearts be fully committed to the Lord our God to live by his decrees and obey his commands as at this time. When King Solomon is talking to the people of Israel, when he says obey God's commands, my interpretation is read his word and do what it says to do. If we're going to be an example of Christ to others around us, we have to obey God's commands to us. We have to read His Word. We have to avoid sin. We have our Bibles, our instruction manuals with us everywhere we go. It's in our pocket on our phone. Take time every day to read your Bible, just even a few minutes to read. There are devotions that are out there. We are doing a year long devotion here at church. Find the time to read. I am not always perfect at this. I know that whenever I don't do this, I can always tell. I'm not as grounded. And it always impacts my day. I hear that from so many people. So take the time to read his word and get in the word and read the Bible. Next, offer your gifts. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. We are called to be cheerful in our giving, whether it's at church or to a friend in need. But it's not all about money. It's helping someone who is broken down on the side of the road. or Maybe they have a project at home and they need a hand. Maybe they just need time, a shoulder to cry on, someone to talk to. Make that time. Maybe someone just needs you. God has given all of us certain gifts, and we should cheerfully use those to bless others, and they will see Christ in us. Next one, and this is our last one, the big one make disciples There's a scripture that co- there's a scripture with this one I'm going to read Therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit that's Matthew 28:19 That's the big one that's the great commission it's our mandate that's what we're called to do But you know what if you do the other things if you be courageous if you love your neighbor if you obey God, offer your gifts, this one should come naturally. As you give off this aroma of the knowledge of God through all that you do, sharing God's love with others should just happen. Pray about how to share that with other people. Pray about sharing what God has done in your life. Tell people how God has made a difference to you. For many of you, I got to know your story through the lens of a video camera. I have filmed and edited dozens of testimony videos here and I am constantly blessed and blown away by people's stories. Your faith, often in the midst of the most incredible circumstances, incredible adversity and pain, has rocked me to my core. I have talked to people who, who have endured so much. They've, talked, they've shared God at the workplace, in jail, in the line of the grocery store the bedside of a dying loved one. And it is always, without fail, always drawn me closer to Jesus Christ. The real story of a man or woman who shares God's love in their everyday lives can be more eloquent, more powerful, and more life-changing than any message given by the most experienced and gifted of pastors. And that's you. Your faith story changing people's lives for me i was one of those high school students who knew what he was going to do i was a candidate at the air force academy and was going to serve my country as a fighter pilot obviously that did not go as i had planned and i thank god every day for how it did turn out had things gone the way i had planned i do not know where i would be right now i have been blessed an incredible wife, three amazing children, and I stand here today doing something I never dreamed I'd have the opportunity to do. I was planted in a very different place than I ever imagined, but God's plans for me were far greater than the plans I had for myself. But what about you? Have you embraced what you may know deep down as God's plan, or have you run the other way? I challenge you this week to lean into God's plan. Pray and seek His knowledge. Pray about where you're planted and what His plan is for you. Take that time this week to pray. Pray about it at home. Pray about it here. In the prayer corner, someone would love to pray with you at the steps today. But pray about where you believe God's plan is for you. And really accept that and take it in. Because God's plans for you are far greater than the plans you have for yourself. His plans, like his love and grace, is boundless, it's endless, it's infinite. It is better than we can possibly ask or think. Through God, you will bloom where you are and where you're planted, and you can transform, not just change, but transform the lives of all those you come in contact with. We've seen that in cracks in the sidewalk, a flower blooming out of the sidewalk. It doesn't belong there. Sometimes I feel like that. We all feel like we're in a place we don't belong. But that is God's plan to be that one thing, that one shining example to to everyone else about God's love and his grace. Be that example, be the bloom. We started today talking about the sequoia tree, how a single seed could grow into one tree for 3,000 years and generate 400,000 seeds a year. But just imagine what you can do for God's kingdom, not just in your lifetime, but for all eternity, let's bloom together and let's pray. Father God, thank you for your plan. Thank you that your plan so far out exceeds anything we could ever figure out for ourselves, God. Help us all to be obedient to that plan, Lord, and lean into it. We know that if we lean into your plan for our lives, we will bloom, we will shine. Help us to share that with others that we come in contact with, Lord. As we go through this week, the people that we see, the things that we do, Lord, help us shine. Help us be the example. Help us be a light in the darkness. Help us change the landscape. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church. Connecting people.